welcome back to ICAG Because Life podcast. Today I'm going to be talking with my oldest daughter, Giselle. Um, she's visiting me today because she no longer lives with me, so I'm really excited to have her here, actually spend some time with her. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, how she's felt now that she's out in the real world, how our parenting has helped her, or maybe the things that we haven't, that didn't help her um, now that she's off on her own. Um, so say hi, Giselle. Hi guys. So tell us how you felt about your childhood and growing up. Um, my childhood was very complicated. Um, I can definitely say I went through a lot of things. Um, something a child should never have to go through. Um, I don't want to give out too much detail, but um, there's some things that I do regret in my childhood doing. Um, sometimes, you know, I have currently one dad now um i grew up without a dad at first and then my mom married someone named chris my dad my lovely dad um that definitely made a big impact on me but um because i never had that father-daughter relationship but ever since then ever since my mom met um chris my dad my real dad as i call him um i we've definitely been had that father-daughter bond so I'm more than grateful for him and other than that um yeah that's all I can really say is that about my childhood is that I've really gone through a lot and it's really taught me a lot now that I look back and realize that look at when I was a little girl so yeah I mean when you were a little girl yeah you you, you did definitely go through a lot I think you rebelled a lot in certain aspects. And I think as a parent, Dad and I tried to overcompensate for that. Yeah. We tried to... Um, we did. I feel like we did uh, more damage to you by allowing you to do kind of... Not, not whatever you wanted because you didn't do whatever you wanted, but, but not being strict enough with you when you did do not the wrong the wrong things right um we would let it go or the punishment would be reversed like the very next day and you would have whatever we took away from you and i wasn't even grounded for that long i wouldn't ever be grounded for that long like you were never grounded for that long um and i know that for me and you our relationship while you were growing up was so difficult yeah so difficult and i mean i i thought i was doing the right thing um, at the time, I know that you were my first child, and many times I've told you that it's unfortunate that I had to have you at 16 because I didn't know what I was doing, and so you were just kind of a learning experience for me. By the way, guys, I was planned. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> no, yeah, I was. No, no, <laughs> you weren't, but... <laughs> But you, I don't consider you as a mistake. Like, you asked me the other day if I thought, if you were a mistake. And right. And obviously, no. To me, you're not. I, if I wouldn't have had you, I, I, I don't know where my life would be right now. Right. If I'm being honest. Because when I had you, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to not go to school. I'm not, not, I'm not going to settle for... A Taco Bell job, or not that not that those are bad jobs, but back then, you know, the expectation was a lot higher. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, no. So you were my motivation to move on, 
and to do whatever it took to make sure that, you know, you had everything that you needed. Mm -hmm. And some might say that doing all the school and joining the military and me trying to set all these good examples was actually taking away from me actually being there for you as a parent. Mm -hmm. Which, looking back on it, yeah, possibly, but, I mean, how do you feel about that? Mm. Do you feel as though I was never there for you? Do you feel as though me working and joining the military and having, like, working all these jobs uh, to try, you know, me and dad were always gone. Gone. Um, no, I don't really, I, it didn't really affect me, but in some way it did just because I would always ask where you, I don't know, I feel like you're, you're like the main person, like you're my mom, like that's just, like it's like, I don't know how to explain it, it's like, it's like you're more than just a mom to me. It's like it's it's different. When it comes to you, there's like a different feeling. So every time you would leave, I would feel sad because I'd be like, oh, my mom left me. Oh, when is my mom ever going to be off the military or when is going to be her day off? And it's just, to me, I didn't like the military or you being in it just because it took that time away from me. Or you took, it took time away from me and you. And I didn't really like that. So I was very iffy when you joined the military. And, well, not when you joined the military, but, like, when When you were old enough to understand. Yeah, I did not like it. And even when I was a little girl and you were gone, I realized that you were gone. And I didn't really like it just because I didn't always like being with grandma every day. Because, you know, Mexican grandmas are very, uh... Well, you weren't always with grandma. Well, I mean, when I left, yeah, you were. Yeah. You stayed with my mom and dad when I was in basic training, but even then, I mean, now, even before, like later on, when you were still in the military, it just. When, I was when I was in the military, you'd stay with dad. Yeah, and it wasn't the same because dad's a boy and they like watching sports and doing stuff. So I feel like he was better off along with Alex and Adrian. But you're a girl and you're my mom, so it was different. Because I was like, oh, well, there's nothing to do here. Uh, when's my well, mom going to be home? Why like, why did she have to join the military? Like, But at the end of the day, I know it's for a good reason, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you for being in the military. I just, I didn't like you going and being in it. Because it just took time away from me and you. So your brother Alex had mentioned that um, he didn't like the way that I tried to put fear in you guys for you guys to do, like, you know, your chores and the yelling. How do you feel about that? The yelling, because I'm a yeller, you know? Yeah, um, I'm a yeller too. (laughs) I know, she would yell right back. Uh, Yeah, so I can't, I don't know, I don't really bother with the yelling because I yell back, so it's not really a big of a deal to me, but I get really sensitive too, so... It's kind of at the same time, it's kind of like, well, I don't understand why you're yelling at me. But, you know, sometimes I know that you have a good reason to yell and, you know, every parent is going to yell, especially if something's either not going right or either we're doing something wrong or something. That's I, That I completely get. But sometimes I just wish that yelling was out of the question because I just don't like when my mom, when you yell at me because it kind of like, 
It makes you cry. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, she's on a rage here. Well, it's not, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it because with you, you're just really complicated. And yeah, I'm the difficult child. You're, you're complicated and you ask for advice, but you, you never take it. Mm-hmm. And so it's frustrating to me right. that you come to me and you ask me for advice. But then but, do the opposite of what you say and then... And it's like, what I say to you doesn't matter. Right. And so that was like my biggest frustration because then you would come to me when you would have, you know, problems with your friends or problems with you, with boyfriends or whatever. And you'd be crying and you I don't understand, but I'm like, I did you... <laughs> yeah, you told But me. I told you yeah. what was going to happen if you continued to do that. Right. And so that's where that came out of, you know... But, you know, everything that I've done, I felt like it's, like I said, it's just for you guys. I just, all I've ever wanted is for you guys to be successful, to find, you know, be in a relationship where you're not, you don't go through what I went through. Like, for example, me with your, with your biological dad. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I see a lot of the mistakes that I make when I was younger, I, I feel like I'm watching you make those same mistakes and it just tears me up. Yeah. And I don't know how to get you to not... Like, realize to not do that. To, to not go there. Not only that, to just value yourself as a person because I know that, you know, people do hurt you and words do affect how you think about yourself, especially if you hear them over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want you to be stuck in a cycle that I was stuck in just because I thought that that was as good as it was ever going to get for me when I was with your biological dad. Right. And, yeah. And I, I mean, one of the things that I didn't do for you is teach you how to cook. Yeah, I did not know how to cook. But then again, (laughs) you didn't want to learn how to cook either. Yeah. But it should have been forced, but I was always tired. Which we get, Yeah. But then again, I didn't want to learn either because I just thought it was boring and it wasn't very interesting. I feel like women aren't supposed to cook. Men are supposed to cook. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why you hide. That's why you get married and find yourself a chef. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, based on some of the stuff that you experienced growing up, how well would you say? How well prepared were you in the real world? For the real world, now that you're no longer in high school, now that you're no longer at home. I mean, I know I've we had plenty of conversations with you mm-hmm. over and over about what it was going to be like. And like Alex says, he hates when I use scenarios in the future. Of, oh, yeah. Of, <laughs> of, uh, life lessons yeah. turned in, into life lessons whenever you guys would make a mistake. Because he says he's not there yet. Oh, my god! He's like, we don't know what's going to happen. I'm not going to be that way, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And I did the same with you. But do you, now that you're on your own, do you kind of, do you see kind of what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I was, I definitely was not prepared. I definitely could say that I should have listened because I was sitting here talking and I was always walking around saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to 
I'm not going to be miserable when I move out or whenever I go out and be on my own or I'll be fine. The real world's not that hard, but once I left, once I moved out of home and was on my own, I realized it's really not as easy as it looks. Life is actually really hard. And I'm only still 18, so it doesn't even make it any difference. And I still have a whole lot ahead of me. And it's just, I don't know, I feel like I should have really taken the time to take everything that I had for and I'd be appreciated of it. Because I, when I left home, I, I had, I didn't, I wouldn't say I had nothing. But it's just different now that I don't live with you guys, and it's like I don't ever have, I don't see my siblings and at the over there. So it's like very, it's very strange and weird to me. And I feel like I, it's definitely being hard. It's definitely hard being moved out and not being able to see your family a lot as much. But I mean, I don't know. I felt like I sometimes I feel like I can do everything on my own, but sometimes I feel like in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, my mom is still there. Oh, maybe my mom will know. Maybe my mom will help me. But then I, that was one thing I struggled with too, is that I was going to realize that I can't always go to my, go to you for help because I have, I have to be, learn how to be an adult on my own. I can't always be running to mom or dad for everything. So that was definitely one of the main ones I definitely should have realized and stayed home <laughs> should have never left i mean do you now feel like my rules were were that bad considering the limitations do you really feel like it was that because you always said that you couldn't wait to leave you couldn't wait to move out and that your life was going to be so much better and do you still feel the same no. i mean the only thing that i asked of you was for you to tell me where you were and right. to be home at a certain time and to do your chores. Right. No, it's <laughs> not. I don't think I. it's any different. I don't feel the same. Um, it's definitely harder just because I'm not living with you guys. But, um, and yeah, I don't. because you don't have brothers food. or sisters or, <laughs> to talk to. I do have food. <laughs> you, but it's not the same because... You know, I don't just cook dinner or whatever, and then you're just like, what's for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Now you have to buy your own groceries yeah. and make your own dinners. So it's definitely hard. It's definitely still a process that's still going and seeing how it goes. Well, not but... only that, you, you you don't live... You moved out to move into somebody else's parents' house. Right. Which is different because I'm sure that their parenting is much different than what my parenting was. Not really. Their parenting. Your parenting is very more, more, sh like, more straightforward. They, theirs is very, like, not. They're just, like, whatever. Like, they let you do whatever you want, basically, but not really. There's still, like, rules and standards that you have to pass. But not as high as mine. But not as high as yours, no. I think that that's, that's the one thing that scares me. Because you're living with his parents. They're allowing you to live there rent-free. You don't have to pay any utilities. You don't have to pay for your phone, I'm sure, right now. Right now, um, no, but um, I will soon. And, you know, whenever you guys go somewhere, they take you with them. 
they probably pay for your dinner or whatever or you know they're you're always going to places with them right and that's not how I how I raised you because when you were living here you were working you had a good job you were paying your rent because I was teaching you to be responsible and like I feel like when I moved out I feel like I just said like I went down and I yeah you stopped being responsible you you quit your job um you now you're struggling now you're like going to all these jobs trying to find something that was that's stable for you and you're getting these jobs that you don't even want to do and it's just kind of like uh, it's so hard to watch as a parent it's so hard to watch and I feel like you're gonna get used to being you know rent free and all this stuff and you're gonna stop becoming responsible or make not make responsible choices and I feel like everything that I worked hard and argued with you for just went down the just drain. went down the drain in a matter of a couple of months. Which isn't which isn't true because I yeah I don't pay rent yeah I do not pay my phone bill at the moment but I will soon. Um, no, but I know that I can't. I'm not going to be living in a rent free house forever because when I move out and be on my own. I'm going to have to start paying bills and I'm really going to have to start learning how to grow up and stop wasting all my money and going buying stupid shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff that I don't need. But I mean, for I mean, right... you kind of had to do that now. How does that make you feel before you were like, oh, yeah, Jordans, every paycheck, Jordans, Jordans. And now you had to sell all your shoes pretty much just to be able to survive. How does that make you feel? I don't, um, I didn't think that I was ever going to be in this position, but then again, I put it on myself because if I learned how to save my money well, and if I didn't always have to spend it every time I got paid, I would not be in this situation and I would be saving my money and I wouldn't have any money problems or I would have no money or and I would have money and not have no money at all. So it's definitely one thing I should have done, I can say Listen for sure. to me too, when I yeah. told you to. Just to save your money, but then I always sit there and say, oh yeah, I'm going to save it. Oh yeah, mom, make it open up my savings, please, so I can put money in there, so I can save money, and I never and end up doing it. And that's why I told you, I said, if you see it, the temptation is going to be there for you to use it. So I told you, if you want to put it aside, you can give it to me, but you didn't want to give me the money. You're like, no. I'm just not going to take, I'm just not going to use it. I'm not going to use it. And what would happen? Like a day later, you were like at 50 bucks in your bank account after just getting paid the day before. I know. That's, it's really bad, but I feel like I will get better and progress. So hope once this job, once I start on my job on Monday, hopefully everything, hopefully I will definitely, things will be different. And this time I will start saving money. I mean, I just feel like you don't really see how much value you have in yourself. Like, you're a smart person. You're capable. You're knowledgeable. But you're not willing to... If you're afraid, you let your fear stop you from moving forward. If things get even just a slightly hard, you give up. And that's what scares me. Yeah. <laughs> Is that things get hard and you give up. And then you get into this place... Like with your school, 
it got too hard, you give up. But I know that you're smart. And, and I'm you, capable. And capable. And I've seen your work that when you actually sit there and take the time to study, you get good grades. Right. But you just don't want to make the time for that. And that's one thing that, that just kills me is that I get it. You're 18. You want to enjoy your life. You don't want to be stuck doing school online school or, or, right. or whatever because, I mean, I understand that. I get it 100%. But to me, that's like super important. Especially not even, and trade school was only going to be 10 months. It was only going to be 10 months. It wasn't even going to be like, I wasn't asking you to go and get a bachelor's degree. A four-year degree or two years of school or whatever, or four yeah. years of school. It was just going to be 10 months. And then you would have gotten the opportunity to go into something. But I don't really think you know, even know what you want to do. I mean, what is it that you want to do? What do you want? Um, What do you like? I don't... I very like high-maintenance stuff. Like, I definitely like Jordans, and I definitely <laughs> That's like, not what I'm talking about. Like, um, what do you like to do? Um, what do you want to um, do in life? Like, what is your passion, if you have anything? I'm very into, like, crime and stuff, but I've already said that before because I've already tried to do... I've told my mom that I wanted to do med, uh, law school, but... That just wasn't ever going to work out because I... Why? That's just too much school. And I feel like it's harder than it looks. It is hard. And it's, I feel like if I just even start, I I just... No. But I, there's so many things that I want to be. It's like, it's so hard to choose one. It's so hard to... As a teenager, it's really hard to figure out what you want to be. Did you apply to become the level entry police officer? Yes. Do you know what you have to do? One, you have you to have get a background to... check, a decent background check, but you also have to be able to run and do sit-ups and push-ups. I can run, and I can, I, it depends on how many sit-ups and push-ups. I think you have to do at least 45. I can do that. That's not too bad. I don't know how many, I think push-ups is 27. I can do 27 push-ups. So, I mean, if you were to do that for yourself right now, they get paid... Like, starting out between, I think it said, what, four and five? Yeah. Four and five thousand dollars a month. You'd be so good because then you get pension, you get benefits, you get health insurance, everything that you need. Did you schedule a test or did you just, what did you do? I filled out the application and then it didn't take me anywhere after that. So you just submitted it? Yeah. Did you ever get, like, we received your application email? No? Then you did it wrong. <laughs> I didn't. I know, to, I know how to fill out an application. I don't know, man. Sometimes I wonder. <laughs> I know. I can read. It's just, I don't know. Like Giselle, you couldn't get the DMV. You couldn't make an appointment on the DMV to get your... I had to do that for you. Because I tried so many times and I was putting the accurate information and it said it was wrong. I don't know how you did it. But maybe it's because you didn't do it on your phone and you did it on the computer. Yeah, sometimes phones don't always work. But I think, you know, that's that's one of the things that I also take back is I, I think I didn't let you become responsible in a way because I did everything for you mm -hmm. and whenever you needed me I rushed to save you 
in your high school, whenever you were in tough situations, I never allowed you to grow and be responsible for your actions. Right. I always defended you, even though sometimes you made me look terribly bad because it turns out you were the one that started the smack talking. Not always. Not always. uh, Almost 90% (laughs) of the time it would come out that after I would call the principal and choose them into a new one about how dare they do this and that and And what type of shit and all that, like what type of school they'd be running because you were always getting into people were always bothering you and they were doing nothing to keep you safe. And then it turns out that you're the one that instigated the problem. Not always. Sometimes it was their fault too. (laughs) Or maybe it was mine. It was yours. And so like, and even then, you know, I would always be there and defend you and it was just such a disappointment to be there and have your back and you would lie to me when I asked you, did you start this or was it you? Did you talk crap? And you were like, no, I didn't even say anything. Well, because to me, I thought I looked at it as if it wasn't my fault and I was like, okay, well, it's not my fault. So I'm going to tell my mom it's not my fault. So I just, I just figured that I wasn't in the wrong, but I guess I look back and I guess... Yeah, because yeah. you made me look stupid, like, really? Like, I was in the wrong, but, I mean... I don't know, for for you guys out there, but, like, I am the type of parent that I will do whatever it takes for, for when it comes to my kids and when it comes to bullying at school. Oh, hell no. Hell Bonquisha, no. you better back up. No. Back no. up. I was there every single time, and I always kept telling myself, No, I'm not going to go this time. Let her get beat up. That's exactly what she needs. She needs to get her ass beat so bad and maybe she'll stop talking shit. I I never got my beat up. No, because you always got protected by me. Yeah. Um, but... But then I looked, I got called names because my mom would always show up and come take me out because I would always get beat up. So... Not because you always get beat up. I almost you, got beat you, up. Because you got bullied. And almost but got you, beat up. But you were the reason why you were getting bullied yourself. You were your own reason. <laughs> now that I look back, yeah, at the time when I was that age, I didn't really think I was instigating or starting anything. <laughs> no, just your big mouth yapping away. Oh my gosh. Talking, <laughs> talking shit. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I think I made a mistake there and I should have just allowed you to get beat up (laughs) well maybe you would have learned your lesson if you gotten beat up maybe you would have stopped maybe you would have changed you some way or somehow i I think i did too many things for you where i shouldn't have done them and i think that's one of the things that i struggle with you right now too is trying to let you go that's why when i you called me the other day and i was like i don't even know if i want to help you because yeah. like you said, you cho- you're choosing to be in that situation, so why am I going to help you if you're still going to stay there? Right. And that was really hard for me to tell you. Like, really, really hard. And it's really, really hard for me to see you and not want to do everything for you, to help you, to, to do just like, to apply for the jobs for you, for everything. You know, I did do your resume, but that's because you didn't know how to do one mm-hmm. and everything. And that's like, you need to stop. You, she needs to figure it out on her own. 
dad doesn't want even our bank accounts to be connected anymore. He's like, you should just close her account and she, she should go get her own. How much do you have to pay? Huh? How much do you pay to open one up? I don't know. Oh. You got, a, you got, you're undermined, so you get that, that military whatever with, with Chase, which means that you don't have to have, there's certain, there's certain perks that you get because you're undermined. Oh. But that is like, he's like, because you look at her account and then you get upset because you see what she's spending and she's not saving and then you go and you tell her and then she gets upset and then this just causes this problem and he's like, you just need to cut ties 100%. But then I feel like... You're losing me because... Yeah. Then I feel like I'm, I'm losing you 100% and it's, I don't. Well, it's not always like that, but I do need to learn how to stop spending all my money. And I, and I've really been trying more now, but. It's not only just, that, because there's been some times where you've been negative and I'll transfer, you know, those five bucks. Or I'll transfer over without even asking me. And, and just the other day I was like, okay, no, I'm not. Because you pissed me off because of what happened with, with you and Taylor. And then you saying you were going to stay there. And so I said, I'm not going to do that anymore. And that's why I was like, you know, I told dad, I said, you're not allowed to give her any more money either or else me and you are going to have problems. And that's why I told you the same thing. He was like, really? Nothing? Like, literally? I was like, no. I said, if you want to have problems with me, I said, continue to give her money. And what did he say? He was like, fine. Okay. He's probably, I I don't know if he's done it. He hasn't done it. But, um, I haven't. I haven't asked him because I've been okay. But still. no, you haven't asked him because I told you. Unless you want me and Dad to have problems, don't ask him for money. I haven't. <laughs> you better not. Well, that's between you and Dad. <laughs> well, you I'm sh- out of the equation. I'm you not know, because you shouldn't ask for it. That's when I was very desperate, and but now I realize I can't be spending all my money. But because... why are you desperate? Because of your poor choices. Yeah. I look back and I definitely have made poor choices that I wish I could fix and I wish I could go back to redo, but I can't. So now it's only from here. So you never know. Now it's only up from here. So now we just have to see where it goes, which I know will be better. And I know things will slowly progress. And my, my mom will see, wow, Giselle's actually saving her money. So, yeah. Only, well, that's, at least you have a positive attitude. Yeah, because I know. I know that I can do it. I, I just, I'm really trying to. That's why I, my, my motivation for all of this is because I finally have a job that's paying me $15 an hour. Yeah, it's in a warehouse. Yeah, I'm packaging gummies. Yes, it's graveyard shift. But that doesn't mean I can't do it. I'm I'm a strong girl. I'm smart. I can do it. I, it's not like I haven't had anything in my life that I couldn't have dealt with. I'm pretty sure I've dealt with a lot of things in my life. So why can I not deal with this job and having to work in a warehouse? I don't complain. I just find it, I just really like that this job is paying me fifteen dollars an hour. So and I want to move out and have my own apartment. So that's definitely my motivation to do. That's definitely what's motivating me is that I'm getting paid fifteen dollars an hour at this job, and that if I actually save, I can actually get move out, and I can have my own apartment. 
by this year. Within like four or five months. With the rates of rents though, you guys are gonna have to live with somebody else. Really? Yeah. They raised it up. Yeah. Dad and I for this three bedroom pay like two thousand a month. And a one bedroom is like how well how much did Steph Stephanie paid for her two bedroom for how much? A thousand, like close thirteen hundred. Yeah. And it's only gonna continue to go up. That's crazy. So basically, and see that's another thing. But that's like if you want to live in like expensive like apartments. And so you want to live in ghetto ones where your shit can get stolen. Or no, crime I want to live in nice ones. I want to be able to decorate my own home. Be able to have my own dog. You know that you get charged extra for having pets? Yeah, over there. And pets there. are responsible. That's over a lot there. of work. If pets are like having a child. You have to take it to the doctor. You have to get it its shots. Over there is a $200 yeah. fee over there. You right? have to get it groomed. Not always. Not all dogs have to be groomed. Well, if you want them to look pretty and not stink like... Dog poop. Dog shit, then yeah. <laughs> That's, that's very, very, and that's another thing, that's like one of the things where I just, I don't want you working, like, I didn't want you to work, be working two jobs just to survive, that's why I wanted you to go to school too, or even a trade school of some sort. Yeah, and I will go back just when I'm ready, I feel like I I rushed, I feel like I rushed into it because I was doing it. I was trying to do it for you. Yeah, because I was going to kick you out if you didn't. Right. But then, <laughs> now that I realize, I'm like, okay, well, I need to take my time. And if this is something that I really want, then I will go for it. And if not, then I'll continue to either work or I'll just be like, okay, well, Giselle, I'll ask myself, Giselle, do you want a better future? Giselle. Or do you want to not have a better future? The do only reason wanna... why I wanted you, where I was giving you that ultimatum is because I didn't see, we talked about this so many times for your sake. I wouldn't have even charged you rent if you had been saving your money. But I saw that you were spending your money on Jordans, on dumb shit, and not even trying to save. That I was like, okay, well, let me show you what it's going to be like for you when you leave here. Right. But if you would have saved... I would have been perfectly fine. I would have had my own car by now. You Not only that, if, if you would have saved, I would have never given you that ultimatum. Because you were going to graduate high school and you weren't just going to sit here and, and, do nothing. and do nothing and live rent-free while you were just out spending your money on dumb shit while me and dad still took care of all of your expenses when you had your own money. Right. And so that's why I did that. But if you hadn't, then maybe you still would have been here. You would still, maybe you'd been going to school and you'd had your money. You'd have your car or whatever. But, you know, that's, that's what, that's one of the things that I didn't want. I didn't want you to struggle. I didn't want you to have to work so damn hard just to survive. And it sucks because I feel like everything that I've done. Sometimes it's like set you guys back and push you towards the the, the direction I didn't <laughs> the direction I didn't want you to go. That's where you went. Oh my god! It's like damn. It's like 
<laughs> oh shoot! They did the opposite of what I wanted them to do. Dang, my plan didn't work out. Well, there's still hope. Yeah, at least you didn't have a kid when you were sixteen. Yeah, I mean, I don't want one until I'm older, and I'm financially stable. That's fair. I would not want a kid and then have can't provide him with nothing. So, but I mean, you never know. I I just I I'm perfectly fine how I am right now. I don't need a kid. <laughs> I will never need a kid. Or uh, at least not right now. At least one. Not right now, obviously. But. At least one, but when I'm like twenty five, maybe twenty four. When I'm not gonna have one when I'm twenty one. Because I want to live my twenty one, but you know what? <laughs> Why are you gonna drink or something? No, I just. Want to live my life at twenty one? You're already living your life at eighteen. It's a sucky like, life, but you're living yeah, it. Yeah, but who would want to have a? I mean, no offense to people who have kids at such a young age. No offense, but like that's just for me. I just I don't like that. I just prefer to have it when I'm older and more mature and stable. And I don't know. I just that's just how I see it. Well, usually people that have kids at sixteen aren't planned yeah i mean if you really well i know there's some crazy girls out there that are like yes i'm pregnant i'm having a baby i'm having his baby <laughs> i've i mean i've seen that type of stuff but i i just don't get it yeah uh yeah taylor was like uh he was like oh yeah he's like i can see it happening he's like he's like he's like it's just bad he's like it's gonna happen he's like well i'm gonna he's like we're gonna have a kid at like uh 20 and i was like no we are not (laughs) in your in your dreams like no thanks i don't i i want to be able to not have to worry about no kids not having to worry about diapers and spending all my money on baby stuff i just that's that's like that that's way that's way more money than anything I ever want to spend for myself. Like, all together, if you think of it, buying a bunch of baby stuff, like, that's way more expensive than a pair of one shoes. <laughs> so, so, no babies for you? At least not right now. Not unless I, not until I have a good paying job and I am working in an office or something. Which I will. Which so, I see let my, me... Which I see myself doing is working in so, an office. Okay, so how are you going to work in an office if right now you're not doing anything to increase your computer skills, to increase your customer service? I do have customer service skills. What is it? I've worked at the retirement home and Safeway. Okay, customer service. Okay, but when you worked at the retirement home, you created a lot of scenes while you were at work and you cried. That's something that you can't be doing in a corporate setting. Do you'll get fired. I know that, but the only reason I think I've cried a few times was because the people there were just a bunch of idiots. And the way that they were treating me was just unfair. Just because... Okay, well, that treatment can happen anywhere. Yeah, but it's just because with them... And it's a good thing I don't work there because they're making you take the COVID vaccine shot. Oh. So it's a good thing I don't work there anymore because I've... I, ha- I still follow them on Facebook, and I was looking at their page, and it's still, they were like, come take the, it says, t- uh, taking the COVID, COVID vaccine shot or whatever, the COVID vaccine that's supposed to cure. Uh, okay, but what I'm saying is in the office world, 
you are going to get feedback. There, you, you're all going to get feedback, and you didn't like to hear the what do we call it? Constructive criticism right. that was provided, and you would get really upset and you would cry. And you just have to prepare yourself that in every job that you do, you're going to get that feedback, but you can't cry about it every time. No, yeah. I know. I know that I'm going to have to... Uh, All you've got to do is listen and just say... Brush it off. Let me know, well, what are some of the things that I can do to improve that? Mm-hmm. How can I How can I be better? Because that's what I'm, I want to get better. I want to learn. Tell me how I need to get there. Because sometimes people don't know how to get to their next, the next step level in their job. Mm-hmm. They don't know what type of training they, they want or what type of training they might need in order to move on, in order to move to that next level. Yeah. And so that's the, st- that's the type of stuff you got to ask for. Like sometimes I ask for feedback from my boss. And sometimes like, I shouldn't have asked it. Really? Yeah. Because then I'm like, then I feel like everything that I do is wrong. And then I feel like shit. And then you're like, and it's then okay. it's, it kind of makes me feel down. But then I'm like, okay, no, you just gotta push forward and move to the next level. Try to move to the next level. Do what you gotta do. Take that feedback and move forward. And do what you gotta do. Yeah, and do what you gotta do. It sucks, but I mean, yeah. Sometimes there's been where like things that come home, and I come home and I'll tell dad, or and sometimes I do cry based on some of the things that were said but that's just because I still have issues that I need to work on because I have self-esteem and confidence issues right um and so I let little things like that affect me but I don't cry at work I get really silent now I don't cry at work (laughs) I get really silent and just take it in and then I come home and I will uh beat myself up about it but, you know, I do want to learn and know what I'm doing wrong or how can I improve. And it sucks to hear some of the things where you're like, oh, okay. Where you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, where you're wrong and you're okay. But, oh, yeah. you know, it's it's a part of life. And in order to grow, unfortunately, you have to experience pain. Growing pains. That's why it's called growing pains. Or so I heard that somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she's like I just heard it somewhere. I just heard it. So that's what it's called. If you're not, what is it? If you're not, if you're not, if you're not hurting, you're not growing, or something like that. What? I've never heard of that. <laughs> I, that I is very maybe strange. I saw it. Maybe I saw it on an Instagram post or, or something. Or in a movie. <laughs> or in a movie. I don't know. Um, but yeah, but it growth is growth sucks when you're trying to become a better person. You do go through a lot more. Yeah. Or more things than you do. And it and it does sometimes just stink. Yeah, no, I But I'm, the point is to learn from it and not make those same mistakes again. Because if you say like, yeah, I'm gonna grow, but then you continue to make that same mistake again. And you don't continue to give yourself the time to grow, then it's yeah. never gonna happen. You're never gonna get where you wanna be. You're never gonna have that goal to be better if or that growth if you're not wanting to even give it time or not even wanting to give yourself that time so you can grow so you can become better because I know that's what I have a struggle with too sometimes is that I don't I don't I like to not give myself 
growth and then I sit here and be like oh yeah I'll change or I'll fix some things up but then it's like I don't ever sit there and really be like okay you know this is what I need to do if I really want to grow if I really want to become better this is what I need to do no I don't I don't give myself I don't do that because I'm very I just I'm lazy I, I guess you could say but at the same time whenever I really want something I will do it like I'll how do you what is the word I'm trying to look for Oh my gosh. I don't know. I, I think uh, dad was trying to get me to help him with the word, but I was like, I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, what? No, I was just listening. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I forgot the word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we're going to end it there. I really like having you here when you're here and visiting me. Yes. Because I love you. You're always going to be my little baby gazelle. And you guys will definitely hear more of me on this podcast, so stay tuned for more. More tea will be coming out from the Strover family. Yes, if you haven't already subscribed, go ahead and click follow on the ins- on the Spotify or whichever platform you're listening to this on. Um, and we'll see you again next time. Bye! Bye!